Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. Ben Henry reporting live from Barely Touched Him HQ or BTH HQ as we call it in the biz. It's the 27th of June in the year of our Lord 2023 and this just in, the submarine blokes are dead. Oh, uh, we were really hanging, waiting out. We were holding breath. They had, the they, they had the air. They, they had the air. They were holding breath. Well, I don't think they had there. much time to hold the air. They just got obliterated and crushed. Do you reckon like, they faked uh, their deaths? That no. is the theory I've seen, but I think I it's love safe. The conspiracy well, theory. you know, he, they're billionaires, so it'd be very hard for them to, you know, fly under the radar if they wanted to fake a death. Maybe the Pakistani bloke. Uh, the who is the richest bloke in Pakistan? Who was may he rest in peace? Was. Wanted to leave his wife, and maybe he faked the submarine imploding and got That's out of there of with his son. Look, that that I haven't seen a story like that take hold in quite a while. It really well, how many dominated, gone down? Captured the zeitgeist, didn't it? It did. Every meme I mm. saw on TikTok, or mm. I would say seventy percent of the videos mm. that were popping up. On the For You page. Hey, I was obsessed for a couple of days. It was great. I it was, was fantastic. I was obsessed with it. Anyway, I am joined uh, by <laughs> our lovely little friend, Joel Brinnick. Uh, he's back from illness and or suspension, depending on who you ask. How are you feeling now, mate? Has, has the chlamydia cleared up? Yes. Yeah, the chlamydia has cleared good. up. That's, so that's great. Good. That's great. But feeling good, yeah. How aggressive was it? Look, it wasn't fantastic. Oh, it was fantastic. exactly what you think it would be. Yeah. Usually that's two weeks on the sidelines well, of the committee, but we'll... <laughs> he's beaten it in one, ladies and gentlemen. He's beaten it in one. He's wrapped up and ready to go. And I'm also joined by the lo- the longest dreadlock in the West. Yes. Uh, Corey Daffin, how are you, mate? Very good. What a week. What a week. Football. What a week. Thank God the buy round is over. Thank fuck the buy rounds are over. My I hate them. Word I hate did it them. drag. Why are they four weeks? It doesn't like, make this sense. Is, it doesn't make sense at to the, me. At the start, when we were going into it, I thought, oh, this is quite good. Yeah. It's, dra- it's no. spread over. And now we're at the end. I can't think of anything worse. There's nothing worse than only having like two games on a Saturday. You're like, what the fuck am you, I meant to do? You, you wake the- up and you, you go about your breakfast routine and you think, Okay, there's going to be a game on now. Yep. And then yes. you look and there isn't. Yeah, it's really... It's it, soul crushing. It's like living in a third world country, not having <laughs> AFL on as I... We're underprivileged. As I uh, have my hungover breakfast on a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> footy news, boys. We'll kick things off with uh, a few little morsels of news that have happened in yes. the footy week. Do you want to kick us off with something, Corey, over there? I see you Should consulting your notes. Gary Rowan be suspended now for look. knocking out Jeremy... Cameron in a accidental. vicious hit. Friendly fire on your own teammate. It would be a first. It would, it be, would a be a first. It if would be a first if he got suspended. An interesting now, to be clear, precedent. Is anybody saying this? Is anybody saying I'm that, saying it to you right is, now. You're saying it to me. <laughs> it's, a, it's an exclusive on this podcast. Um, now, you read that to me and you think that's that's silly. Why why would we suspend Gary Rowan? But well, we need to protect the head. If we you need to protect the head. If you look the at the head. There has been hits in the past month that yes. have copped two to three weeks for that the exact identical, identical, identical. Doesn't matter what team now, you're on. It Fuck is, it, give him five. It is yep. his teammate, but it's late, reckless, head high contact. Yes, and it's the same action that a lot of the guys, like you said, have been suspended for. Mm-hmm. Where oh shit, I'm going into a contest. You just turn your shoulder, and he fucked up Jeremy now, Cameron. Let me be clear here. Yes, I don't think 
he should be suspended. No, I, d- I don't either. And I will extend that to I don't think a lot of people should be suspended. I don't think anyone should be suspended ever. ever. I, th- I think you should be able to get do rid of it. Get rid of, get rid of the get tribunal. Get rid of it. I guarantee you <laughs> it would be more consistent than what we've got now, more well, consistent than abs- Michael Christian. Absolutely. Absolutely it would. But it, it is an interesting it is an interesting. It's thought. an interesting little food for thought. Yes. There should Gary Rowan be suspended? Look, gun to my head, I think he's going to get off. <laughs> I, I think he's. I think he'll get well, off. They'll bring the lawyers in. To be fair, the dead giveaway for that is he wasn't cited. He wasn't cited. That's it right. They Tuesday. did it. Yeah, no, no. It's Tuesday, and we have usually not heard we're hot on the presses with the tribunal news. Did anyone else get reported this I week? I was just thinking. Was I, it a clean week? I well, think Key's it was. got a fine for ripping off Mason Cox's yes. glasses. <gasps> That's right. He also shat his pants. Thirty-five hundred dollars yeah. he yeah. got for ripping the glasses. Well, that off. is actually quite dangerous of him to do, considering why Mason Cox wears the glasses. Now, I thought we were going to get into this in the Collingwood game, but that scuffle. Yeah. Oh, I was fired up. Oh, it was spicy. There it was, was three spicy. three Adelaide players, and I don't know I don't know who the guy in the front was, but he was aggressively tugging, and the three of them couldn't get him down. Oh, he was very. He was just. He's no, too big. He's too big. Me. He's too strong. You're he's too good. Me. Man, the I will say this: Mason Cox does bring it on himself when he. Uh, yeah. No. He, he's, absolutely. The second he kicks a goal, but he loves it. He does love it, and I love it too. Yeah. But. It doesn't matter if he's having the worst game of yeah, his life he'll and he's been he's just he'll not touched the thing. He's dropped marks. Could be the fourth quarter and he's already no goals, four behinds. If he kicks it through the big sticks <laughs> on a set shot, he's going straight up to the man on the mark <laughs> and doing the him. old <laughs> straight Mate, into it. I am a huge fan. I love it. I, I'm, I, I'm I love a huge it fan of it. I love it. It's, you, you need that. You need that. Uh, I actually don't have any footy news written down. Do you have any, Joel? Well, breaking news tonight. Oh. oh, what's that? Okay, Bruce McAvane is finally going to be put into the Hall of Fame. Christ oh, sakes. good. I, I thought I you thought were going to say he that he's died. Jesus, you've got to. <laughs> you can't Jeez. spring that on us like oh, that. You had that cheeky someone Fuck. died grin on on your face. <laughs> if Bruce oh, spring when on Bruce him, dies, that's a that's a public holiday. Surely. If, oh, I, well, if the Queen, I'll dies, be calling him sick one. to work. Either way, Bruce dies, <laughs> and then just like. Pouring one out. The in old golf with them. Any boss that fires a worker. No, that was Bob Hawke. Yes, that that's Bob what Hawk. I said. <laughs> well, getting, any getting boss that fires a worker for not coming to work tomorrow is a grub. Oh. Uh, we're getting back to it. The Hall of Fame is tonight. Oh, fantastic. So, you know, big names that could be inducted Nick Rewalt. Yep. Sam Mitchell. Ooh. Steve Johnson. Oh, okay. Yep. Matty yep. Boyd. Yep. Yep. Kelly. There's there's names that could. Any, any Dane Swan on there? Well, you know, with all So is this the that. AFL Hall of Fame? Yeah. Uh, so they're revealing their inductees tonight? Yeah. Okay. So I think, right. think Nick Rewalt's probably the, the shoe in, you would think. If you retired yeah. at the end of 2017, that's when you're eligible for them. So okay. That and Pride. All so right. that's why players like Rewalt, Sam Mitchell, Stevie J. So the cri- is there a games played criteria that no, you no, need, I don't or think is it so, just no. like being a no. legend of the game, you know, pretty loose? Well, speaking being a Hall of, of Famer. Well, I think I know what you're going to go. Speaking with of Nick Rewalt, I oh, think no. you might. Oh well, maybe not. But you will know this stat. It's my favorite Nick Rewalt stat. I don't yes. particularly. I didn't particularly like Nick Rewalt as a player. I like him. Well, I, I liked him as a player, I, but I, I like him as a commentator. I respect him more now, but at the time uh, I just hated watching him play against us, I guess. Yes. But uh, my favourite stat about him is he's the AFL all-time leader in marks. Yeah. he's uh, Which is incredible. He was Strong like, hands. Hey, not only you, – you, you think – if you, uh, you would probably not think this job because you're an avid Saints fan and watched him more and remember him more. Mm. But you think Nick Rewalt, you think key centre-half forward. But 
the man could play anywhere on the ground. Like he, he was, was one of the best runners. He was such an elite runner. He, he, run he had a season K's. on the wing. He had a season K's on the wing as well. A game yeah, that's fucked. Run. That is so fucked. And up. also, he used to hold like his teammates accountable for that as well, yeah. and that's why they fucking hated playing with him. Yeah, look, uh, and I, I quite like it's him as an, an, as an analyst thing. as well. He, he goes all right. Yeah, he is quite good. Should we get into the results? Should we get into the results of well, the buy uh, rounds? Before we do, I've just got another piece written down here. It says that is. Nick Dacos Jesus, question mark. Uh, I've also been asking myself this question. I think um, he might be. I think he's better than, okay, yeah, than Jesus. No, that's fair. Uh, let's, let's, the, let's get into the if results. If I were to compare him to a deity or a religious figure, <laughs> it would probably be Buddha rather than Jesus because he's at peace and he's very chill, he's very zen. I love it. And, you know, <laughs> well, you can't crucify Nick Dacos. He's just going to step around you. Yeah, he will. He will step around you can't catch him. Pontius Pilate. He'll get around the, the pack of Romans, you know. Go in. What were you going to say, well, girl? Speaking of very chill and relaxed people, yes. Jeremy Cameron on Thursday night with the first game because, you know, he was knocked out. Kind yes. Of. Yes. All right. I very good, Joel. That was, oh, I, I can't, I, that was so bad that I, I even missed it. I, you missed the cricket sound and the fart sound. But anyway. credit to Joel. You, hey, you only miss the shots you, you don't take or whatever the, whatever the Wayne Gretzky shots. thing is. There's the crickets. Results, Joel. All righty. So starting with Thursday night. Cats getting up over Melbourne by 15 points. Yes. This uh, one shocked me a Down little. at the Cattery. Uh, it didn't shock me. Shocked I tipped me. it. Shocked I think me. you'll remember. Yeah, you I did. tipped it you at the Cattery. I just it. didn't see Melbourne getting it done. It was a decent – I thought it was an entertaining game for um, for the most part. Well, did you hear what um, Jezza said to Rowan when he did knock him out? Well, like what did he say? Just go and win the game. Yeah, just yeah. go and win the game. Yeah, so that's like, Jezza. That, that's yeah. The perfect thing you could say in that situation. Yeah, and Rowan did have a blinder as well. Well, Yeah, uh, he felt terribly at it. Yeah, he he kicked three and it's one of those games where he's going to have like four of them a year, I feel, Gary Rowan, where he is... He plays like he's six inches taller than he actually is yeah. and he just clunks everything. He's an awkward matchup because he's that mid-sized forward, a bit of a Tim Membry, bit of yeah. a... Uh, Surprisingly like, good runner as well. Oh, yeah. he's yeah. Well, he's the fastest ever yeah. AFL player recorded yeah. in a game. Which is he's, shocking. It, it's not when you see games like that, when you see him turn it on. Uh, Petrarca was really good. We've got um, to look at the young midfield at Geelong. Well, so Melbourne, you've got no Dangerfield and you've got no Selwood. Yeah, Tanner Bruin had a very Tanner good Bruin, game. Tanner Bruin, Max Holmes. Yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne had the top four disposal getters in that game and they still lost. They do that a fair bit in their they losses do. though, Melbourne. They do. Yeah, it's, uh, Petrarca loves 37 in a loss. He, he does. But I think to, he got 33 in that one. I think it might be 37 perhaps. Really? Oh, I, I might, 33 might be right off in the top of my in head. In any case, I, I can't you, you top, top, uh, top getting the disposals and yes. losing. And a stat for this game, uh, Chris Scott is the quickest coach in VFL, AFL history to get to 300 games coached. And 12 years and 89 days. He's also oh. got the best coaching record. He does. Beating out, guess who he beat out who had the prior quickest time to 300 games coached. Have a guess. I'm going to say. Sheedy? Not Sheedy. It's not Malthouse, is it? It's not Malthouse. It is Ross the Boss Ross at the 12 bo- years, kidding. 105 days. So, are. yeah, there nice little go. niche stats. There I just thought, yeah, Geelong, bit cleaner by foot, more damaging at home. They got it done. Now, I remember saying a couple of weeks ago when Geelong was, because uh, they obviously started the season very poorly. Yes. But their run home is quite good. Yeah. So they're setting themselves up very well here to sneak Quite highly I wouldn't want to be that. playing them right now. No. Well, what no, do you no, guys think? Not. Where do they like sneak in? I think they sneak in. They could go um, as high as it's five. It's just a matter of who 
if who's going to come out that I don't really know. Well, it depends mm. who's playing the Eagles. Yeah, that's right. Who's got an easy run? Who's playing these? Uh, like, uh, gun to my head, Geelong are in. Geelong make the finals. Oh, they're but in. They're, yeah. To my mind, they're in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next game, Joel. Uh, next game. So Friday night, Spuds match had um, the Brisbane Lions getting oh, up over the Saints. Oh, the wheels. Points. The wheels. The wheels. Are falling off. They've come off. They've and come they've off. gone into parallel it's streets. It's a unicycle. They There's are, a, it's they are a, away. It's a unicycle. It's a half a ripstick. It's a green machine. The lid is There's back on. It's duct taped. Super no, no, glued. No, no, no. no, no. Mateus, Mateus Philippou, here's a cool stat. 12 disposals, all handballs, no kicks. What? Yes. He very, did not kick the football. Did not kick the football. 12 handballs, Sorry, no kicks. The game is called football. The game is called football. It's a very rare stat, <laughs> but it is not the most disposals without a kick. Oh, wow. Uh, Patrick Cripps and Aaron Sanderlands have both had... 17 handballs, no kicks in a game before. So he's not quite in that territory. Patrick Cripps. Patrick Cripps. I'm unsure what stage of his career it was. Wow. But back to the point That's of the Saints wheels falling off, Joel. We'll get into it I'm more. A, with, I'm a fan we'll of that one. Is Joel okay? But, but Friday night. Yeah, we'll talk about Brisbane, yes. They Har- were very Harris good. Andrews. Oh, incredible. Oh. And he plays three fantastic games a year, like really outlandishly oh, good I feel games. like, well, no, Harris no, no, Andrews. I'm, I'm talking a step above. He plays like three really good. Well, yeah. Let's not forget he was an All-Australian He's an All-Australian oh, no, caliber he's defender. Not a player. I'm just saying he plays like a few really, really, really good games. Well, the way Brisbane's back six sets up, he's not required to have those sorts of games well, for them to win. He's not the number one key forward anymore. No, Payne's. well, who is? Um, Payne. Oh, uh, like I think they rotate, like no, no, more no. often than he's not. He's used as intercept now, and Payne will take the big no, body it's, like it's, King. It's not as black and white as that, Joel. Well, he like, didn't play on King. He 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 was he did find himself on King oh, in a fair few contests. Very very, but rarely. It is it's not as black and white as that. Even though Payne is taking those big matchups more and more, defenses are so dynamic now that are, yeah. you're going to find yourself switched around all yep. the time. Even if you're going to focus a bit more with Payne and that matchup, but Harris Andrews. Is still one of the, I would say, top four key defenders in the comp. Yeah. Like, he, I, he had a little bit of a slow start, I would say, but you can't deny yeah. how good of a player he is. Their midfield also was like Dunkley and Neil. Well, just, Dunkley's just proven to be what an absolute fantastic pickup. Yeah. That he's was, he, oh, he's he an was, incredible clearance player. He is. Neil, too. Yeah. Neil, Neil, he's Neil better at Brisbane than he was at the Doggies. Neil, Dunkley, and Ashcroft is. Well, wait for Ashcroft's brother. Yeah, fuck. It's, it's arguably be the best centre bounce trio in the comp. Mm. Like I would say, for what yeah. they do, for how efficient they are, Definitely. and the clearances they Potentially, get. Yeah. Talk about McCluggage yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. McCluggage can get in I there. Think at, at at peak, I would argue that the dogs or Frio have. Yeah. Uh, I'd say the dogs. Yeah, yeah, at dogs, least, of, yeah at dogs least, are very good. At least equal to that, yeah. but. Currently, yeah, you absolutely yeah, right. I, I, I think so. Eric Hipwood up forward. Yeah, I, he frustrates me, Hipwood, but frustrates that was one me, of his dude. better games. That I don't like looking at his face. <laughs> his right. his cheeks. So if you watch bo- a They're boxing very bout. very pronounced cheekbones. If you watch a boxing bout, 
at, at the end, that's the, what the, the cheeks fight, look the like. The fighter's Let faces are all yeah, puffed up. It looks like he stuffs what his cheeks prick. with <laughs> cotton wool on the inside. It's it's always annoys me a You are bit. always the first to call a player ugly, yes. and I respect you for that. <laughs> I, I absolutely respect you. What game was next, Joel? Next game. Pff, do you even call this a game? Oh, good Lord. Oh, here, it we go. was here we go. Sydney absolutely mounting the Eagles. I don't want to get too carried away with this. No, oh, no, we're not. I've got a couple of stats. Yeah, I got, I've got, I got, I got, got a couple well. of stats. I got that as well. <laughs> All right, so obviously this was, uh, what was 171 points. 171 yeah. points at the end. Just awful. I tuned so, in and tuned out several times. I kept turning is, it back this on. This is a stat that I did a little bit of research for mm-hmm. and I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. Love it. So West Coast is currently the fifth worst team in VFL, AFL history based oh, on percentage Lord. this far into a season. So 15 good rounds Lord. into a season. Good they Lord. are on 47.3% bottom of the ladder, only slightly better than the university side of 1914 who dropped dropped out and folded at the end of that season (laughs) after a record 51 straight losses. So in 1914, VFL University was a franchise, no longer they fold. So Fuck me. Where was the the end of that? That's uh, truly awful. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. But he's got, got more. I've got more. Wait, no. Where did my page go? Oh, no. <laughs> the dog ate it, eh? You do have a lot of notes today. Oh. <laughs> he's got so much he's lost his stat. It lost. I lost it. Okay, go, you, you boys talk about okay, it. I've got to find this note. i got to find this note page. Talking about the Eagles, they really have to make some severe calls at the end of the year. And we're not talking about Simpson. But we're no, talking it's about the players. players, and we've 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 spoken about this so, at length on, well, on what, here. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. They've so, got to, They've got to drop that top six. Mm-hmm. Just get rid of them. Okay, so here's a few scenarios that they can possibly play with, and they can't play with a lot because end of the day, they've left it too long. Yes. So we'll start with Harley Reid, the number one pick. Yeah. No one in their right mind would want to trade that pick. No one. But yep. no. Eagles are in such a position now where they have to. And do, they have to? No, well, do they have the, to? Do they have to, Joel? The thing is, yes, but in, do they in any club? In any year, you would entertain it, but from everything that I've seen and read, Harley Reid is. Oh, he's he's going to be he's all that in a bag of potato chips. Yes, special. He, he's a very special. Player. He, he's what? He's all that in a bag of potato chips. I love that. Yes, it's an Austin <laughs> Powers reference. Um, I look. I, I know that you're very gung ho on them. That you you think they're going to trade. Okay, the well, pick. let's just say they do trade it. You're saying club. it's a certainty. The way you're yeah. talking about it is they're going to they're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. definitely going to do and it. And the club they'll do it with will be GWS, where they can get pick five, pick six, and the compensation pick for. Well, if Himmelberg. they're doing it, uh, the, the we were having a little bit of a chat about this off mic before the pod. Before yeah. is the reason they would be hesitant to use that pick on Harley Reid is because there's a likelihood he's going to go home because he's from Victoria, isn't he? He is. Then why would they? Why would GWS take that pick under the same because circumstances? Because he's a country Victorian boy. The, at start. the the fact that he's yeah, from okay. Victoria doesn't matter. If you look at the retention record of the West Coast Eagles, Victorian players that come here don't leave. Yeah, but why true. would he want to come to the Eagles? Well, to play gonna, AFL it's football. Stunt yeah. his yeah. development. Yeah, but I, I look, don't think it would stunt his I'm gonna, development. I'm gonna you back, get, I think it would. I'm going to back what I said. You get put straight into the first team because they're shit. Yeah. You immediately become a marquee midfielder for this team. Whereas if you get drafted to a, a mid-table or even a top-eight team, you might be in the twos. And you'd have He's to assume that four, go- at least four guys, maybe five, are getting dropped, big yep. guys, yep. at the end of this year. And 
some big trades are going well, to happen. So to. he he could be Harley Reid could be at the center of a brand new midfield yep. in a brand new team. Yep. And I'll back what I said three weeks ago. Eagles will be playing finals within two years. Oh, I no. don't know about that. 100%. I don't know about that. One hundred percent. But I don't. Oldest list. I don't hate the idea of centering a rebuild around like. A midfield of, and I think that Jinbi should go into the midfield. I yep. think he's built like a midfielder. Jeez, the, Jinbi, fr- the frustration on Jinbi's face I know. in that game was awful. Jinbi, Kelly, and Harley Reid in the mm. guts, and then maybe a trade for Tim English. That's a midfield four you can you can do some damage with and yep. you can build around. It, it would be lovely, but I, I, but I highly doubt they're going to get English. A pick five, a pick six, another top first round pick. Yep. You trade, let's just say hypothetically, you trade out of Barass. Yep. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, no, 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 wait, no. wait. What else? Well, You're not trading no, Barras. No. They're not going no. to trade Barras. He's their most important defender. He's going to be their captain. Yep. He, they're not no, going not. to trade. Australian yes. will be their next captain. No, he won't, John. No, no, Bar- yes, he will. Bar- you can't, you can't make captain. a forward captain. Barras is going to be he captain will. 100%. You, you, cannot, you 100%. cannot make a forward the captain. Because Oscar Allen will be the next captain. The captain, no, the captain has to be you seeing the $100 play. $100 that Barras will be the next captain of the Eagles. I've, I've already lost enough money. To you there guys. you go. <laughs> One, uh, it's going to be Barras. Oscar Allen is too young. I can't and he's, and he's a forward. He's already You know he was the acting captain the other week, right? Yeah, you know who is already playing like a captain and has the support of the entire team as a, that leadership role? Oscar Allen. No, Tom Barras. You know who has been captain of the Eagles before? Key defenders. Mm. Shannon Hearn, Darren Glass. Yep. These guys, they, they have a history of picking defenders. Okay, but getting Joel- back to another player. The one last thing I'll say, imagine if you traded McGovern and paid majority of his contract. Now, McGovern is something I can entertain here. Yes. Like that is, yeah. I think he, he's got a defender. year or two. He's got a year or two left in him. Yep. And he is yep. worth maybe 800, 900. And he's no, no, but the Eagles will pay that and get a top but yeah, this, 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 is, this, yeah. is, this is what I'll put to you, Joe. I understand what you're saying about trading the pick, trading the number one pick, but they could take that number one pick in Harley Reid and have $5 million of cap space to get in whoever the fuck they want. So yes. what, what's the point in trading the number one when you've got this raft of high-tier players that either aren't playing or are injured? Yes. Get rid of them, take Harley Reid, and bring in fucking whoever you want. Yep. You got five million bucks. Yep, yep. I, uh, I I can see both scenarios happening. I understand what you're saying, Joel. With like, you'd rather get three players in the I, top I fifteen rather, rather than rather a Harley Reid. Of course, you'd rather read, but you can see the upside. You can see the yeah. you can see but the I upside. But I think the Eagles both. get desperate, and that's what they Look, do. It's but like, we can discuss that at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be spicy. I can't wait for it's going to be spicy. I'm just I'm I'm so uh, I'm so over the this discourse with the Eagles. It's, yeah. It's very tiresome, the, isn't it? It's so tiresome seeing the the hot inverted commas takes yes. by everybody. every man and his dog is, has is got the answer to the yes yes. Oh, yes. But that was a bad loss. And also it one was more stat: uh, Ryan Marich first two games have been lost by a combined two hundred and ninety three points, the biggest ever for a player over their first two career that's games. Oh, the biggest cumulative margin. Really depressing stuff, what lads. Really depressing stuff. Almost as bad as university. Let's go to the next. Oh, <laughs> I think that's all we need. Makes to talk you about. sad, yeah. doesn't uh, it? Th- 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 it was Frio Essington next, didn't it? Oh, it was. Oh, Frio. I, I didn't watch this one. I didn't watch this. You were away on a trip. I was away in Manjumup. Yes, family holiday. This is a great game. Yeah. So last week, Frio got absolutely pummeled. That's why I tipped against By GWS, yes. I believe. Yes. And guess who was back in the fold this week? Sean Darcy. Yeah. How did he go? 
incredible. Like yep. their game plan, they were lost. They were lost without the man. Yep. He came back in. He's the best hit out ruckman in the league. Yep. No question. He's such a thick boy too. Thick. And so many of the A-grade ruckmen in the AFL, the new crop that are coming through, mm. are slighter of frame and they're like more agile. Yep. Whereas Darcy's just a fucking good country ruckman. He's like, a unit. Oh, he's I love him. Unit. He's a big so like this, a Sandlands big boy type He's like a Mumford. This, he's, game, he's like a yeah. this game was a, a re-emergence of uh, – so Frio didn't – have a great start, but the way that they were playing was a bit undecided. A lot of yes. uh, lateral movements, a lot of uncontested possessions. But uh, against Geelong, Geelong came over here uh, and Frio kind of stunned them yeah. and, and and won, and they did that by moving forward. Yes, and that's that was exactly what they did in this game. Be daring, Just, take yeah. the game on. Yeah. They were yeah. they were moving down the field. They were running with the ball. And when they do that, they are extremely dangerous. Yes. Well, they've got the, they've got the speed to do it as well. They've got so many fast players yeah, going on. One side. player that was fast and had the speed was Liam Henry. Ooh, that was his yes. breakout game. game. Yes. Career best, I believe. Now, before the start of the season, was he going to stay on the list mm. or was he going to get traded? Yeah, yeah, he was sort of on that the outer was, a little bit. He, he, got yeah, dropped, he, he got dropped for six weeks. Yeah. That game was fantastic. 32 was touches. Well, they drafted high to get him, I believe. They he did. Was, yeah. yeah, he was he's like a pick. Like, it was top, top 10, 10 or yeah. top 20. And yeah. there's a few yeah. clubs that were eyeing him off. So Carlton yeah. bid on him, and he, forcing he is, Frio's He hand. is out of contract at the end of this yeah. year. Yeah. He's – you can't buy speed. And no, you, can't. you can't train speed for the most part. Like thirty-two it's, touches, he was incredible. So yeah. I read, I read an interview with, uh, well, m- not an interview, but just some comments that Liam Henry had after that game, and he uh, credited Joel Corey, Geelong legend, because ah, Joel Corey he went to my school. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, Joel, but graduated before well, Joel, I left. Joel but... Corey works uh, at Fremantle. Yeah, and um, Liam Henry credited Joel Corey in. Um, Developing and building him up this season to get him yep. back in the side, and also Nat Five. Nat Five has Man, taken him under his wing. Well, that's two very good uh, yep. pedigrees to learn off of. And you find that like guys who are involved in dynasty teams, like people yep. who are involved with like Hawthorne, uh, with Clarkson, and the th- and the Geelong like three Pete with, yep. with with Corey, it's it rubs off. Like the greatness absolutely There's rubs off. There's a reason they chase guys. him. Yeah, but it was good. It was good to see. From him, he, he's a. From everything that I've seen from him, he's a he's a good good young lady. He's only yeah. like twenty one years old, you know. Yeah, and I, I, you. I, that game he had a um, "What's Next" written on his wrist, ah, and nice. his his whole ethos is to like not think about anything, just try and play good footy. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what he right. I didn't realize he had thirty two touches. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 great. yeah. Career, career, that, that's his great. previous best was about twenty three. I picked a bad game to miss. Uh, <laughs> any any other notes on this game, uh, boys? You, you tipped it's... you tipped Essington. Nick Martin still played fantastic. Yeah. Uh, oh. Luke, Luke Jackson, my uh, close personal friend. Yes, yes, amazing. Oh well, he's he's having a good year. He's, he he's, is. He's put a good there. Well, nice three goals for him, and that's Next what Freya up, needed. I wonder what game it was. Oh goodness me! Oh boy, this was a it's classic. Yeah. The, oh my! Word. One of the barely touched in bowls. The pies be the crumb. Now, wow! My word! Wow! This might have been one of the games of the year. I, it's to be up honest. there. It's up there. You it know what else was? The first incredible. time these two teams played each other. <laughs> oh, fantastic footy! Oh, just. Two teams and it had with it will, willingness to attack, oh. throwing themselves at it, umpires high pressure. Missing calls. Umpires missing calls. Yeah, you, you love it. You love it in a in a final quarter when the commentators breach into the magic word 
this is finals footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It felt like finals footy. And Hutto on the call was. Oh, he had some. He had some killers. Next level. My, he was I think so my favourite was um, Tex kicked a goal. Yeah, and then and immediately went the other end. And Mason Cox got one, and he said, uh, "You've got Tex at one end." And the Texan at the other. Another Both call. kicking goals for their teams. Ano- like, oh, another, Hutto's got it. Uh, he's, got it. he's so good. <laughs> he's the best in the business right now. And he has been for a long time. He had another one where Tex kicked a banger of a goal. And he said, everyone's lining up for Taylor tickets at the MCG. <laughs> but it's not Swift. It's Tex Walker. <laughs> Incredible. Um, yeah, just uh, I got a, I got a few little notes on this yeah, game. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, no Paddy Parnell. That's what happens, Matthew Nix. Mm. Uh, you need to drop Mitch Hinge because he fucked you. Yeah, Hinge uh, was what? He was bad. Pies have now won 11 of their past 15 matches when trailing at three-quarter time. Yeah, you don't. Going, new, into, going into the third quarter, you don't want to be, you don't new, want to be winning. <laughs> a new VFL-AFL record for a 15-game span under that criteria. Only one other team has won 10 out of 15. Keep in mind, we've won 11. Mm. 10 out of 15. And it was Melbourne from 1955 to 1958. Good coached. Point to a three-peat of flags oh. under the great Norm Smith. So that's the, that's how far back we have to go yep. for a team to be this good at coming back from behind in Incredible. the crunch time. And they love it. They just, and you know what stopped them from getting a four-peat? The yeah. pies in 1958 oh, stopped them. Uh, that's where we, we So we some, some other things about this game. Jeremy Howe, back in. Huge. Fantastic. Did you like his sleeve? I, I loved liked it. the sleeve. It loved was very it. NBA. Yeah, yeah, it. It was very, loved it. It was very cool. It. Darcy and, uh, Moore was incredible. Darcy Moore was incredible. Uh, Quainer doesn't get enough. Quainor, the, oh, the crucial one on one. Johnny Noble in the oh, clutch with yeah. those tackles as well. During the game, I heard a crazy stat about Quainor. Yes. That, um, the uh, 13, 13 to 1 uh, it, for the last few games for um, contested possessions. That he's won in, in the defensive 50. You mean like one on ones? Yeah, one on yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13. To one. He, he wins. He's incredibly hard to beat. He's criminally underrated. Yeah, he is. And he yep. can play tall or small as well. Usually he will get put on a small because yep. we have the tall coverage in Murphy and Moore and Howe when he's there. But there are times when Quainor has to switch and go yep. directly one-on-one with a key forward or like someone in the midfield who's pushed up. He rarely loses. I've, I, I, I can count on one hand the times I've seen yep. him get like outmarked no, in a he contest won. like that. He's such a physical so beast. Can we talk about Nick Dacos? We can talk about Nick Dacos. My God. There was there was a period in the, the middle of the fourth quarter where Nick Dacos was stuck on the on the bench. On the pine, yes. He was yes. trying to get back in. He was off for nine minutes. And in that nine minutes, the, the ball came off out of the uh, pies D fifty and it kept coming back in. It was just bouncing back and forth. They couldn't get it out. Yep. The moment, the moment he yes. came back on, yes. he had three score involvements, yep. like right away. And it's the exact same thing he always does. It just gets the ball in the back line, and hits runs. a laser dart of a kick and goes, well, Give it I'm back. it off now. Give it back. Immediately handball <laughs> receive, and then all of a sudden the game opens up because the, he's, they're reacting to Nick Dacos off the, halfback the going, cleanness, shit, shit. The oh, cleanness yeah. of the use of the ball that he has. It's it's unmatched. It's wild. We haven't it's, seen anything like this. The in a only long time. player I think that is a better field kick than him is Jordan Dawson. Yeah, I not think bad, Dawson not bad. Dawson had a ripper game and as well. Speaking mm. of Dawson as well, is he the most improved player in the AFL this year? Could be. Yeah, he'd he have to be up there. Could he be. would have to be up there. Be. He's 
He's, he's almost all Australian captain. Nick Dacos is a great kick, but he doesn't have the penetration that Jordan Dawson has yep. on his passes. And Nick Dacos can kick a goal. Else. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's 12 tackles. Incredible. Nick Dacos can kick it like 50 and get a goal from it, but yeah. like Jordan Dawson just the kick feels like it has more oomph and penetration on it. He'll hit a moving target like off a, off of no steps. To a guy that is like 50, 55 metres away and it's the perfect kick. It's oh, so, he's it's honestly so, so good. All Australian captain for me. Yeah, he's he's right up there. Who, Dawson? He's right yeah, up I, there. I I, I'll it. pay that. I wouldn't, I'll hate pay it. that. I wouldn't hate it. And we had uh, one more game for the round and it was the Suns well, beating we. the Hawks. Well, we. Important win. Big. Percentage boosting they win. They needed it. I needed them. 11 goal win. You just had to get it done. I needed had them. to get it done. I needed them, them to just get over the line and... Well, they yep. they stumped him. They still hit the Suns. Really are. stood they up are. for the Suns. Well, on 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 points, they on percentage, they uh they are in eighth. Yeah, they're they're very uh like a, they're in with a chance, but God, I I, I really struggle to get my run. hopes up it's for them. It's a hard, hard run. run. They're run. in that chasing pack that is so tight, and it's only going to get tighter. It will. We're going to be talking. I think percentage is going to decide the last two spots of the eight, not just the last one. It was Carlton missing out last year. After that, Colin game, I think there's a couple of teams that could be bumped out in like the final. Well, game. they're all playing 100%. each other as well. Yeah, it's gonna be so good, man. <laughs> it's gonna be so. Dare good. I say it's an eight point game? What what a year of footy! What a year of footy it it's is, great. boys! I'm so glad buy rounds are over. We're midway through. Let's do our MVP voting for the round. Uh, we will give our top five players from the round. Fifth place gets one vote. First place, get five votes. You know the drill. Uh, let's start with Joel. You, We don't usually kick it off with you, Joel, so let's go with your boys first. All righty. So with one vote, I'm going to go Gary Rowan. Yeah, don't mind well, three, it. Three goals. It was important. I thought he was I thought he was BOG. He in that probably would have yeah. got two points, but he did knock out his own player. Yes. he. Uh, yeah, we, we, we'll so, deduct a little bit from yeah. that and possibly three weeks. But <laughs> <laughs> good bit. Next one. Uh, Sarong. Mm. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Look, he yeah. was important. I think he was Frio's best. <coughs> yeah, he's been U- their best. Usually a lot. is. Usually yeah, usually is. is. Yes. Uh, three votes. Errol Goulden. Goulden. Yes, yes, I know you're gonna say. No, you no, no I, votes in a I don't mind it. Goulden deserves it. Yeah, Goulden does fair deserve it. Yeah. Uh, four votes. Nick Dacos. Yeah, yes, there it is. There it is. Yes, yes. But the one that was always gonna get five was Dawson. Yep. yep. Honestly, very good top five there, Joel. Very, coming. very good. Saw that coming. Uh, Corey, do you want to go? You your... saw that coming because you can one see One vote. Now, this is very exciting for me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this oh, this yeah. one vote has been a long I've got to time ta- coming. I've got to take my jacket off. I'm getting all is it who I wet think it with is? anticipation. I am extremely excited about this. Sammy Flanders. Oh, he's given the... This is the first time <laughs> we have had a boy poll and it's his father who's given him the votes. There he is. <laughs> It's Sammy Flanders. Sammy Talk Flanders. us through it, Corey. Talk Twenty-five disposals. Yes, just just important. He had a good game. Just it, important it, little things just here there. and there. He's just, just there. there. I was watching this going. I was very proud of Sam. Watching the ball this will come yeah, out. Oh, it was great. The ball will come out. Someone needs to be there. Who's there? Yeah, Sammy. Oh, he He's just there. found himself in some good spots. He's there. Right. I, I, what, what, any other stats you've got for him, or just the twenty-five disposals? That's all he needs. Doesn't matter. That's all. Doesn't he matter. Needs. It's He's been knocking on the door. He's been knocking He's been on the door. He's been out of the team. He has top scored the entire VFL for yes. about three weeks now. Yes, yes. It is insane how well he's been playing. Oh, he's come so far. He's also out of contract. He's come in. He's come into the side, notched it up, and it's worth a vote. Absolutely worth a vote. Two Love votes that. I'll give to Tom Stewart. Yes. Yeah. Yes, bad. very good. Not bad. Um, I didn't pick, obviously, Melbourne. Uh, I didn't pick Geelong to win. Tom Stewart 
obviously always a very important player for them. Yeah. And uh, he, he just showed exactly why. Composed, Tom Stewart, very composed. Three votes, Josh Dunkley. Oh, yep. yeah. 26 disposals. Three one. completely different players from Joel's yeah. top five. I like it. I like it a Huge lot. Huge clearance, like a, like we were saying earlier, massive clearance player. He's Fan, incredible. Fantastic. Um, four votes, Luke Jackson. Oh. <laughs> Just incredible. Dual role player. Hang on. So you're that last one's going to be yeah. He's, he's go- I, I know what he's going to do. I know what he's going to do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at me. I wonder who the five votes could be. So you haven't given anything to Dawson. Five votes. Who? <laughs> I, can't be- I actually can't believe that. I can, but I can't. Oh. Five votes, our Lord and Saviour. Nick Dacos. Nick Dacos has gotten the five. <laughs> 37 I disposals. Can't. You haven't given Dawson any votes. Not worth it. You're such a prick. <laughs> you know what? I want to see on Brownlow night who polls three. <laughs> oh, God. But to my eye. To Dawson, your eye. Wasn't Dawson, there. To your Dawson, one he wasn't eye. even there. What did he do? Could have played better. <laughs> You're such a prick. <laughs> to your one eye. He's given Sammy Flanders and not Jordan Dawson. Oh, I love that. No, he gave four to fucking, um, what's his name? To Luke, Luke Jackson. Jackson. Luke Jackson. Mate, Luke Jackson's incredible. Well, you watch him. Have you got Monty's votes the there, uh, Joe? You go with yours. I'm just getting up his. All right, cool. So my, we've got some diverse top fives so this week. This is one of the here. better weeks for it. I'm shocked. For one vote. You know I like to go vibes with my yeah. one spot. Yes. We do, this, I would think we, I'd like to hope we all do. Yes, this is no exception to that rule. Uh, he's never polled in our count before. Oh, I like this. I don't think we've ever talked about him on the pod before. I'm very excited. One vote squeaking into our leaderboard, and I think I might be giving him more during the season because I'm enamoured with mm. him. Mac Andrew from the Gold Coast Suns. Oh, okay. He was Unique. very important in the air. He's six foot seven. You'd bloody hope he's important in the air, but he's been on the cusp of being a very good second tall option for the Gold Coast Suns. They've got Collins, they've got Ballard, but in the air, he just kept finding it. He only had 12 disposals, three spoils, but eight intercepts, a score involvement, and going at 83.3% efficiency. Love that. They were trying to kick away from him, you could tell. They yeah. were just his presence being there, he was immense. And huge boy candidate. If someone wants to adopt Mac Andrew, love that, love that. and uh, write into the pod and let us know. Fantastic. Because he's up for grabs. He's at the orphanage ready to go. Uh, two votes, Noah Anderson. Oh, another son. Another son, yes. Usually I don't double up on the teams, but he was undeniable. 28 disposals, two yeah. goals, an assist, Immense. 10 score involvements, mm. like attacking mid champagne footy from Noah. Uh, three votes. I've got to flick over the page here. Another Gold Coast player. Three votes, Nick Dacos. Right. Hey. Uh, I've gone with the three. 37 disposals, eight clearances. You know, it's Nick Dacos. I don't need to tell you why I'm voting for Nick Dacos. I'd He's like you to, good. but you don't have to. Four <laughs> votes, Jordan Dawson. I Who? thought he was marginally better than Nick. Uh, wow. He was. He nearly got his team over the line. He what was very he, close. What teams he play for? I think it's the Crom. Oh, I okay. think it might be yeah. the Crom. Such an asshole, you know that. He, uh, like I said, best best field <laughs> kick in the comp. Uh, Thirty five disposals, ten inside fifties, three assists, nine score involvements, twelve tackles. But my top spot, oh, this five is, votes. Who are you going with? Five yeah. votes. It's Harris Andrews. Oh, okay. Harris Andrews, it was such a dominant defensive performance from him. Now, usually, like we said, like 
Joel said he maybe has like four of these games a year where he really stuffs the stat sheet a bit more because a good Harris Andrews game that the club need from him usually. It's like he'll get 12 touches. Yeah, yeah. He he'll get a lot of spoils. Have... He doesn't need to stuff no. the stat sheet. He'll just nullify their forward line. Yeah. But his stat line, 21 disposals, a goal assist and 11 spoils. So there were times where Saints were really under the pump trying to get it out of their defensive 50. And rather than being up the other end of the ground on the key forward, Harris Andrews was patrolling the top of the 50 yep. and intercept marking there. Yep. He was very aggressive up the and ground. This this was an, quite an exciting game to watch yes. as well. And I think Harris Andrews played a big part in that. He was amazing. Yep. He was. It's one of the best games I've seen him play, and that's yep. saying something. I've got to give love to the key defender. And he had nine intercept marks, which is equaling the franchise record for the Brisbane Lions. Yep. Fantastic. And it's the third time he's done that. Well, the record's so, 10, isn't it? In a game, it's 10. Several, in a game, it is 10. Several players so have that. For the Brisbane Lions, only uh, there's three people at the top with the franchise record of nine marks. It's big source merit, uh, Marcus Andrews. Okay. Uh, sorry, Marcus Adams. And they've done it once. Harris Andrews has had nine three times, and that Incredible. was his third. Incredible. So That's as a key Darcy defender, he, de- he deserves love for that game. Like, I think he was the difference. He was the big difference. Love it. That's a valuable player. So now, I don't know who's leading our count, but I'm well, going to have a guess. We've still got this, Monty's. We've still got Monty's. This is a, yes. this is a great set of well, votes here. It is. Wait to hear these. Monty, yes. What is What has Monty got? We've got our more diversity here. Yes, because he's from Bangladesh. That too. <laughs> I was, I was waiting for one of you to Shoot do it. that. Absolutely. All right, in one vote, Harris Andrews. Yeah, love it. Okay. Two votes, Luke Jackson. Oh, yes. There we go. Three votes, Nikki Dacos. Yes. Four votes, and you'll like this, Tanner Bruin. I, th- Monty, I don't mind it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he didn't give a vote to Dawson. It. You can't make any comment on what Monty does. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And five votes, deservingly, Jordan Dawson. Yeah, very, very, very deservingly. So Jordan Dawson's had a good week. Nicky Dacos has had a, a good oh, week. Oh, let's have a look out next week for for this Jordan Dawson Jordan guy. Dawson never character. heard of him. Never, never heard of Is him. He an upstart. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's, he's, he's working his way. He might get dropped to the twos. We, 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 we don't know. Uh, next up, we're going into the flagship segment of the Barely Touched In podcast. It is, of course, Adopt Your Boy. What a week what for the boys. What a week for the boys. Well, for the boy. Well, as we know... Sammy Flanders hit the score sheet on our leaderboard for the BTH MVP. Corey, you've talked briefly about his game. How proud are you? I'm so proud. I messaged Sammy uh, last week. Yes. And I, I, I tend to message him every week. And I, I said to him. I, Does he respond? Went, yeah. Send, send okay, him a good. bit of money, you know, said, just to uh, go, buy, gotta, something nice, son. go buy something in. nice, You've got to be in. You've got to be in. I mean, last week. Last this week isn't he the Make-A-Wish kid. Absolutely. It's our boy. We've adopted him. I think he got over. give, like, money to um, a starving kid. Go, go, he go got to the over, county fair, son. He got over 40 disposals last week in the VFL. And I said to him, I said, mate, you're on a tear. What is going on? You've got to be in the team. He has to be. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And he gets in the team and this is what he does. Uh, he's, he's not going to get dropped again. Oh, he's you not going to get dropped again. Fucking hope not. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, there will be words with Stewie Jew if well, they're he's out of contract. So, look, yeah, look, 20, 25, as we spoke about before, 25 disposals, just always there. Yep. Always pushing. Could have easily been 30. Could have, oh, yeah. been, it could have been 40, really. Uh, he's a good team, was, man. Very in good. the middle. I love it. Uh, I love it. My boy, Paddy Parnell. Uh, in the Sandfall, the Adelaide Crows Sandfall team, the Rezies, they got a win over the South Adelaide Panthers. The Panthers? Um, and he was, yeah, the Panthers. 
And he did all right, Paddy. He had 19 disposals, 16 of which were kicks. Very damaging. They don't track metres gained or score involvements in uh, the twos. But they should. We can only assume that Paddy had 16 score involvements. I'm just going to guess it was 16 score involvements. Four tackles, six inside 50s, though. He's an influential lad. We all know that. Influential lad. He's going to be very good off halfback. The stats indicate with those inside 50s that he was pushing up the ground, getting damaging with the Transition footy with the brand that we like on the Barely Touched Him podcast. You'd think with the uh, questionable performance of some of the Crows defenders in crunch time. Name, namely Hinge? Namely Mitchell oh, Hinge. Say Dawson. And even though it's not a straight swap because Mitch Hinge is quite tall and Paddy is quite yes, small. He's very small. You can hey, work around it. Matter. If I was Matty Nix, I would be going Hinge out. Parnell in. That, that is what a, I would be that's doing. A, that's a crystal ball moment. That is a crystal ball moment. We'll see uh, this I, week. That's just what I would do if I was a master tactician, which I am. You are. Uh, Joel, how's Joe Richards? He's back. He's back. Oh, he's, shit, he's back. He's back. Oh, <laughs> I, I did not expect that. I, I did not expect that. Talk us through it. Well done, Joey. I had to do some research this week. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> Talk us through. Your boy's back. So they played against the Swans in the VFL. Yes. And my boy, one goal one. Hey, we don't mind that. Oh, he got a goal. He's hitting he? the score yeah. sheet. He's got a sausage roll. How many disposals? Hey, just nine. Small forward. Small forward. But that's hey, fine. Yeah, Hardest position bad. in the game. Hardest position exactly. in the game. Exactly. Ginnivan's yep. in the twos too. So, you know. Yeah, look, he's, it, it, it's tough to get spots, exactly. but we're glad he's back on the score but sheet. But he's back. But he's back. back. Hey, la, hey, la, my boy is back. So that was the Adopt Your Boy segment. Uh, uh, and while we're on the Adopt Your Boy. Oh, Adopt Your Dad. We adopted Dad. We adopted Dad's. Joel, you need to adopt your dad. I forgot about this. Yes. My dad so who was you playing. Picked? So I picked Ben Brown, and I actually have his stats here. Uh, he played in the twos for the Casey Demons. And he kicked two goals, 18 disposals. Not bad. He's probably not going to get picked up into the ones, but maybe. You never know. And who did you go? I can't even remember his name. Ryan. Lester. Lester. You got Lester. He played. Yeah, he, he did played. play. Do you have stats for Lester? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you, he was on the ground. He was, And he got a win. He, 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 he got had there. a couple of touches. I, was, I knew he was playing as well, and I was trying to keep an eye out for him. I'm like, I don't know what Ryan I Lester think, looks I like. I think uh, <laughs> the most shocked out of all of us was old Monty. He had us in the group chat Oh my god! Oh my god Lester's playing. Wayne Lester yeah. is playing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's he's the best. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, definition of under the radar. Your man, Ryan Lester, your father, uh, Joel. Who are you adopting as your dad? Remember, it's the same criteria, more or less, as the boy, but they've got to be over thirty years old. Yeah, Jonathan Segler. Jo- Monty already did that. Monty already adopted. Did he take Segler? He. Oh, Reece Stanley. Oh, is Reece Stanley? He's, he's a, I'll accept that. Is he 30? Is he 30? Oh. I don't think he is. I don't think he is, Joel. I think he is. I think you're wrong. Here we let, go. Me have a, let me have a look. Here we go. Uh, Reece Stanley. I don't think he's 30, 32. Joel. 32. Is he 32? Oh. You're fucking Woo. right. Well, he looks very good for 32. I tell he you does, what, yes. I stand corrected. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, you can have Reece Stanley. You can have Reece Stanley. <laughs> you can have that. That's good. That's a good pick. So... He had a good game. He did. Your dad had a good game. And we will be tuning in on our dads a bit more as the weeks go on. Joel has a papa. And uh, (laughs) now we're going into the second (laughs) flagship segment of the Barely Touched Him podcast, usually follows Adopt Your Boy. Mm. And it is, of course, is Joel 
Okay, now these have been getting a lot more therapeutic, Joel, <laughs> as we listen to the Herp Albert and the Tijuana Brass of Spanish Flea. Now, the wheels are falling off, as we know, of the St Kilda Footy Club. I love that music. Um, don't don't change the subject, Joel. The, <laughs> stay, hey, what, stay, what, focused. stay focused. Stay um, focused. The Saints lost. To the Brisbane Lions it at did. Marvel. It was a game you needed to win. It was a clutch game. It was a, it was a game oh, you needed it, to win. It did hurt, yeah. It did hurt. Uh, but we're still in fifth. Still in fifth. Fourth, sixth. We but the, chase, tenuous grasp, the you chasing say. pack is coming. They are definitely coming. And it's a big pack. It's a big pack. Corey, what are your thoughts on the Saints before we get to Joel? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I cried. I, it changed my life. I had a great time watching this one. It oh, was did you? It was an entertaining game. It was an entertaining game. And for the game. Saints to lose was just... Fucking heartbreaking. Just a bonus on top of that. Well, there was a thing like I did say I'd stay home this week and recover properly. So instead of going out like I normally would and... You know, recovering that way. Yes. Mm. Did you I, go to an emo night? No, I, I stayed at home and yes. went to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, now, after this loss... Are we going to speak about the week before um, with a certain bet that I might have made? What bet oh, did what you make again? Bet? I think you made what? a $50 bet against both of us, didn't you? No, no, no. This was the tattoo bet. Oh, what was the t- what was this? I forgot about this. Yes, what, the what, tattoo what? bet with Travis Stribley, friend of the show. Yeah, shout out. What Trav. bet did you two make again? Uh, but was... tattoos for the Saints Richmond yeah, game. Yeah, so Joel yep. Joel oh. was going to get a tattoo of, of a little Lego man Trent Cotchin. That's right, Lego man Trent Cotchin, oh. and Travis was going to get a stick man Saint, a la the oh, old yeah, yeah, logo. Yeah, oh, wow, what a dumb bet for you to make. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, what you a lost silly it, didn't you? bet. And you know what? I confirmed that bet with all three goals up in the first quarter. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. easy. And I believe in your infinite wisdom, Joel, you are keen to double down. Against Monty for a potential Kane Corns tattoo. Oh, God. Oh, no, oh Lego God. <laughs> Dear Lord. I'll, I'll get a second leg because Trent needs a friend. But so Joel, let, let's, get, let's get back to, the, back to the game. Back to the game. <laughs> Why did the Saints lose? Why did the Saints lose? Look, we just weren't hard enough and we weren't quick enough for Brisbane's midfield. Story of my life. <laughs> and the problem was... Okay, well, yeah. Story of all our lives, really. So you weren't hard enough. You weren't quick enough for the midfield. And the problem was we'll just bombing it in. And yep. Harris Andrews is going to eat that up every day of the week. And he How? did, yeah. Do you think... They're pre- we couldn't play our game. Do you think you will play finals? Yes. Okay. He's are still you, resolute. Are you still absolutely certain you're going to play finals? Yes. All right. Would you make a bet with me now? Absolutely not. Okay, there you go. That that tells you all you what, need what to know, ladies and gentlemen. That you, I'll, I'll say the Saints don't make the eight. Yeah, but what are we putting on the line? Oh, Carton? Nah. All right, that's not tattoo? confident, ladies and gentlemen. That's not confident. <laughs> a, a that doesn't sound confident That at doesn't all. sound confident would you, at all. Would you get a tattoo? You wouldn't bet a Carton, but you'd bet a tattoo, Joel. Because you don't want to... Like, have you got any ink? Oh, don't no, t- I don't have don't any ink. Don't turn it on him. He don't just wants a Carton. I'm just saying, do you think this... <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, we'll turn this... <laughs> Mr. Speaker, I have not said... <laughs> if you were going to give a ladder prediction now... Where do the Saints finish? Top six. Top six. Okay. He's still oh, locking it in. Conservative. That's conservative for you. So you elimination final. Do you win that elimination final and still you're still thinking prelim? You make a prelim? Yeah. A prelim? <laughs> I think we could. You think you could? <laughs> Not we will, if you notice, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Good well, Lord. <laughs> 
The answer to is Joel friends. okay? Well, we don't know. It's, we we it's, really don't know. It's a bit I'll ambiguous. Be honest, it's I'll be a bit ambiguous. After the Richmond game, I was definitely not. Like, I went out and I partied hard. Yeah, yeah, you, you took, a, you, you took you it pretty hard. You did disappear for about 36 hours. Yeah, he went off hours. the grid. He went, he went on a bender. He, <laughs> he, he, he did. I did, yeah. And then I basically, yeah, got real sick after it. We were going to call missing persons and say we'd lost a child. But no, no, I, I did put in the group chat at about, I, I saw this the next day, about 3am. Mm. Yes. Um, The Saints theme song just you know, carrying on. Yes. I don't know why. It, it was, was very. It was very bizarre. It was very. It was bizarre. a very bizarre. Move <laughs> it, was very un, it was very unhinged behaviour, but we'll we'll allow it because it's funny. Now I've got a little article reading uh, to read. Now uh, we did our predictions at the start of the year. We did. I haven't got them written down here, but uh, I, I can kind of remember mine. If you boys remember yours, we did like premiers, wooden spoons. I can flick notes. through the notebook. So I, for my premiers, premiers, I predicted Richmond. Not a great. Not a great prediction i did predict richmond for premiers what yeah yeah i did yeah, i was did, yeah. absolutely wrong um i mean really, hindsight's 2020 right they're gonna struggle they're gonna struggle to make the eight i'll cop that uh i just anticipated that their window was still open probably on on, on the closing for brownlow i predicted clayton oliver um not bad it's not a bad pick but injuries have seen him out of it and you know he wasn't nick dacos's early charge and Zach he's, he's charge. directly versing um Petrarca for votes, well, which yes. is hard. But, you know, like it's, it, it could have happened. It, it, it could have happened, certainly, but it hasn't. Certainly. Uh, for Coleman, I predicted Tom Lynch with injuries. Uh, we all predicted Terrible. Tom Lynch. I think we all predicted Tom I Lynch. I did not. I, I think you did. No, I didn't. I think you did, no, I Corey. No, I, I think you did. No, I didn't. I hate right. Tom Lynch. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked him out of spite. You did. I think you picked him and made it clear what? to say, but I still hate him. I think you. I think that's what happened. Oh, if I, must, I must have been If drunk. you remember correctly. For ninth, I picked Essendon. Not bad. Yeah, not that's a, actually not it, bad. That, that could not happen. Bad. I know that Wooden, I picked Saints for ninth. Wooden Spooners, I picked GWS. Not, 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 mm. not happening there. And I can't remember what the other Rising Star Ashcroft, and I can't remember the uh, other ones. Do you boys remember what you picked yeah. for your predictions? So I said Hawthorne for Wooden Spooners. Not, not a terrible prediction. They're they're but circling about it, but obviously none of us said Eagles because who knew? No, who knew? Um. Um, premiers, I went Geelong. You did go Geelong. And could happen. Honestly, could, could happen. happen. Yes, really could. Yeah. It yep. really could. Uh, Brownlow, I said Paddy Cripps. That's obviously that's, not. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yes. Um, we said Tommy Lynch. Yeah, but Tom Lynch for Coleman. Um, um, ninth, ninth. I would have said Carlton. Yeah. Now, scraping my memory, I res- I'm you resolute. You said Pies flag. Collingwood flag. And Dacos Brownlow. Dacos Brownlow. That's uh, the best prediction out of all of ours so far. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah And good. I know that I picked um, ninth for the Saints. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, you that did. Was, that was kind of a half meme, but... Actually, could be could, very real. Could, could very much happen. I can't remember who I picked for the spoon. Maybe Hawks. I think. Yeah, I think. I think you might. Have. I think I went north. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. So, yeah, like a yeah. few of our predictions panned out. A few of them didn't. Yeah, okay. But what I have is an article here uh, from the AFL writing staff doing their crystal ball predictions at the start of here the year. Go. And some and, of them, and aren't they are just a great lot, great bunch. They're all so talented <laughs> hey, and some really, of them I like really. A, a couple of them I like. A couple of you them. You know who I really respect? Gavlich, I like Damien Barrett. Oh, oh you just want him out He's now. just <laughs> got the best takes. He's so find. important for footy. I find. Oh, he's very he's just very like yeah, you know. Our he's lives very. Should be so. You know, I'd be lost without him. <laughs> so first up, we've got Damien Barrett. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no. So Damien, Premier, he picked Geelong. Uh, Runner-up, Brisbane. 
Wooden Spoon, North Melbourne. So these aren't bad picks They're so bad. far. They're, They're very bad. safe. They're not bad. Moving up, Carlton. Set to fall, Western Bulldogs. He can't help himself. He hates Bevo. He Bevo, hates he Bevo, hates Bevo. doesn't he? Brownlow medal, Chad Warner, Marcus Bontempelli to tie. That's what he says. Chad Warner? Chad, he's got a hard on for Chad Warner. Oh, he does, And yeah. uh, Was he delusional? Not to flex on your demo, but uh, I had Chad Warner slide into me DMs and say day, and he was a fan of my videos. So uh, You, you look a little bit like Chad Warner, actually. I get told Adam Trelaw a bit as well. I can see that. I get that. told yeah, Adam Trelaw. I can see that. Coleman medal, Charlie Kerno. Actually, not a bad pick, Damo. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, but it's the, he's just picked the reigning premiers for the premier pick. <laughs> he's picked the reigning Coleman medal yeah, for the, for the crab, Coleman yeah. pick. It's a crab pick. It's a crab pick. It's audacious. I'll it's give him audacious. that. It's audacious. AFL rising start, Will Ashcroft. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's real brave, Damo. Uh, recruit of the year, Jack Gunston. Not correct. What? Surprise All-Australian, Jason Horn francis Not correct. No. What? Not good. Yeah, he's, he's just... Well, he's not going to be an All-Australian. Will, Carlton, Will Carlton finally make the finals? No. Absolutely, he says. No. Ah. No, no, which, no which new club coach will have the best season? Ross, Ross the Ross, boss, the boss yeah. he says. I mean, I think he, that's already. Yep. Uh, who should headline the grand final entertainment, he says. Def Leppard and Ice House. Well, Def Leppard <laughs> will be around. No, no. <laughs> I think I'm, one of the members of Def Leppard has since died. Yes, yeah, not. Isn't one of them have one arm? Like, He's doesn't the drummer yeah, have one arm? The, the guys They're had one arm since the 80s. Crew yeah. At the moment. I, th- I thought one of the members died like nah. two months ago. You could not pay me to go and see that gig of I Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Def Leppard is no. actually quite good. If you had poison. Yeah, in the 80s, they were good. No, I'm not going to go see them now. They're 100 years old. Motley sound like shit now. Have you heard of Neil now? They sound awful. There's one more we could add to this. What about poison? You have to let the dog in. No, I would not. See any of these? <laughs> the only like octogenarian artist I would go see is Paul McCartney. That is the only one. The only maybe Billy Joel. That is that is. What it. fucking would, word was that? Octogenarian. It means He's someone old. in their eighties. It means Does old. It? Yes. Octo meaning eight, and genarian meaning like generation. Hey. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, Oh, we've got Lenny appearing on the pod. I think this is the first time he's been on camera. Words Lenny, Lenny the pug. Uh, uh, he's and a then French we'll, bulldog, actually. So next up, we'll go to. Uh, we don't really care about the. I don't know. Riley Beveridge. Uh, Riley Beveridge is a guy that just clings I like, on. I like Bevo. I don't mind him. He just sort of clings to Kaltumi like well, a like a like a small good. fish on the bottom of a shark because Kaltumi's way way better than he is. Oh wow! Uh, Premier Melbourne, runner up Brisbane. Wooden Spoon, Hawthorne, yeah. moving up, Carlton, set to fall, Fremantle. Oh, terrible. Brownlow medal. Terrible. They fell a little bit. They have fallen a little <sighs> bit. Brownlow medal, Marcus Bontempelli. Coleman medal, Harry Mackay. Okay. Rising star, Shit. Ashcroft, recruit of the year, Dunkley. Surprise All-Australian, Liam Jones. Actually, not a bad pick. Yeah, I think Dunkley as recruit of the year is quite, that's, yeah, quite that's, clever. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he says, Carlton will make finals. And who should headline the grand final entertainment? Dua Lipa, he says. What? Dua Lipa. She is quite famous. She is quite... Uh, I've never even heard one song. You will have heard one song from her. I think you know, we should just get Robbie Williams every year. Too. I fucking agree. That was I absolutely <laughs> agree. I'm a big Robbie fan. Hey, and more importantly, well, Delta. Who, who do we... Yeah, Delta was good, but Robbie's better. Uh, who do we think... <laughs> should, if you were to pick, like, Grand Final Entertainment, mm. um, and I w- I'm just going to say... Obviously, I'm going to pick Hunters and Collectors, but I'm going to yeah. pretend that Hunters and Collectors are not available. I, Who do you think? It's an easy pick for me. It's a very, very easy pick. I would Who? pick Friends of the Show. 
Oh, yeah, of course. It's uh, Dennis, Dennis Cometti. Dennis Cometti, the band, and we thank them for giving us the theme music, Footy with the Boys, which is gracing your ear holes right now. Imagine these boys are there. It would be sick. I, if I was going to go in the same Aussie hard, heavy realm... I reckon King Gizzard fucking kill oh, it be... at the grand yeah, final. That, mel- that melts him. That melts him. My balls. They would. Yeah, that, that would be great. Who would? Who would you? It's got to be Chisel. Yeah, I, not I, bad. I would not. I would not, not mind Cole yeah, Chisel. It's got to be Australian. Well, I, think, I, think. I think Timmy Barnes is more of an NRL guy, isn't he? He is more of an NRL yeah, guy. He's, I think he's played there. Hey, for the right yeah, amount of money, he'll he'll play the granny. I I was very disappointed in him when COVID happened. He I was watching ABC News one day. Oh, is he denier? No, it wasn't a denier. He was just pro Gladys Berejiklian. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, Jimmy, you wrote working class man. Christ. What are you doing? Christ what are you doing? You find a way to make an episode political. Working class traitor, more like it, John. Next up, let's go into uh, other news, I reckon. Uh, we can just round out other sporting news and other general news. We've got a lot of sport. I was going to rinse the other journos for their predictions, but I think we've milked them far we've enough. Got I just l- wanted to give shit to Damo, really. We've got a lot of sport that's <laughs> We do, we do. What's uh, the, the biggest, I think? The Ashes. The Ashes, of course. Huge. How good was Gary? And not even just Huge. the men's, but the women's. Yeah, yeah. we got a win as well Ash in Garden that. Yeah. eight wickets yeah. in that second inning. Well done. At least Perry got 98 or 99. Fucking though. nice. You know she's played half the amount of test matches that Cameron Green has. That is a bizarre <laughs> stat. Because the women play less test matches? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. I see, I see. I see, I see, I see what you mean. I see what but you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that test, oh, my fucking word. The I, men's or the women's or both? The, the men's one. Yeah. I, uh, peak, I, peak test cricket. That last, was, yeah. that last day, I was glued. Yeah. Glued to the screen. So exciting. And, like, we haven't had a test like that for a little while. It, was, it had been a long time. And it's at, what, at Edge Baston, where we've yeah. been demolished. In the past, it's what, incredible. It's what the sport of Test cricket needed. Yeah. It's what the format needed. And to get all the way down to a, a few overs left. Yep. One wicket left. Day five. And Pat Cummins, yep. the captain, to knock one over for four. Well, that's what oh, Test cricket is. Just it is incredible, incredible stuff. Because so many of the series we were having in Australia were just over by day three, yes. over by day yes. four. Yes. Really, and not the, the Indian. The Indian series was a bit of a joke with the wickets yeah, being a bit not fucked. right. This was such a kick up the ass. It was great. And it was it, great. It's, it's now got Kawaja, Kawaja, very valiant to, to about, pull yeah, it through Ollie there. Robinson. Oh, f- oh man! Bill, Bill Brownless gave like an all-time oh, spray that, yeah. to uh, to uh, Ollie Robinson. I saw that. Yeah. Fucking hilarious! Like, like as, as cringe as Triple M is, I do dude, love it. Like the, JB the, the, and Billy, the Billy is spray, the key. and like, they play the language of like this. This yeah. segment may contain yeah. like before. It's so tacky, and you see but the video, so and he's good. standing he's up. He's standing like, up like <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting ready to pump it, dude. Like there, there's something so pure about. Uh, like Bill Brownless, that it, it, you oh, can't great. you can't hate him. I, if if, if nah. you show me like a, an Australian male aged fifteen to sixty yeah. that doesn't like Bill Brownless, <laughs> they're suspicious to me. Like that, you're a you're a sus person, and I don't trust you. Now Billy while we're so pure. while we're on cricket, yes, this this one kind of flew under the radar with the Ashes um, hype. Yes, but the Netherlands have stunned. The West Indies have in really? one of the greatest cricket comebacks of all time. In Test cricket, uh, no, it's one day. Oh, one day, one day. Okay, yeah, sure, uh, sure, sure. three hundred and seventy-five was set by the West Indies. God which damn, that's a, that's a decent when you look at that total. and your Netherlands, 
impossible. That is, yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. impossible. You're not but getting wait. that. Yeah, absolutely not getting it. Uh, two hundred and five from uh, two hundred five needed from one hundred twenty five balls. Oh. One uh, Logan Van Beek Van had a seventy six ball, one eleven. Oh my god! To drag Logan. to drag them back. They needed 30 from the last two overs. Wait, when did the Dutch get good at cricket? They invented cricket. Get out of here. I did not know that. Cricket is a Dutch game. That's wild. Well, the Sappers are good at it, and they're basically and Dutch they anyway. Dutch, they yes. are Dutch, yes. you know. Just go so back. They needed, Le- they needed leave, 30 leave the from the last two overs. This bloke just started smashing sixes. Logan Van Beek. It ended in a tie, and it went to the super over. Get right out of town. And he hit... The second highest score in a in a deciding super over ever. Oh, that is awesome! Just sixes and fours. That is Just awesome. Smashing them. State of the Windies, though. God, how they the f- used to be such a powerhouse, well, and now they are. This was just a World a Cup. Joke. This is a World Cup qualifying game. Yeah, West Indies are two-time World Cup winners. Mm. Against the Netherlands. That's fucking and wild. And they are white ball specialists so, as well. Yeah. The Windies are in real trouble because they lost to Zimbabwe as well. Gail's not playing in their nah. one day so format anymore, is he? In their, in their Rip pool. Universe boss, we miss In you. their pool, they've lost to the Netherlands the and Zimbabwe. Boy. Yeah, God. It's damn. not looking good. Not looking good for the Windies. That, did you, did that you know is, that. That uh, is one of the most stunning cricket comebacks of all time. If they had Chris Gale, that would have won, I think. Uh, oh, do you know that uh, Chris Gale uh, makes music? Yeah. Oh, I bet it's awful. No, it's uh, there's a couple of bangers. <laughs> like there's a couple of bangers. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, we'll listen to it on the pod uh, next next week. Don't be and shy, baby. To, don't, don't, be blush, shy. don't blush. Don't blush. Don't blush. He goes under the name Universe Boss to make uh, music, <laughs> and it's like re- it's like reggae. Are you turn. serious? Yeah, Universe, Universe Boss. Boss. Universe Boss. Is Chris Gale the Universe oh, Boss? My God. And it's fucking. It's it's not bad, honestly. Like, he's it, a bit of a fan of himself, isn't he? Dude, he's. <laughs> what? How could you not be? He's fucking Chris. Gale, the universe boss. Anyway, <laughs> another huge uh, sporting news story that happened this week. It was the NBA draft and NBA free agency. There's been some trades happening, but the big story is uh, Victor Wambanyama. Wambanyama, the I big fella. Where the E's and the A's are switched now, around. Before you go into what I'm about to say, yep. I have a very interesting thing about this. Go. One better. Betor yeah. in the States put $400,000 down to say you could bet on who the number one pick was going to be. Yeah. It was always going to be. Always, yep, yeah, for like a year. Yeah. $400,000 he put down. Guess how much he won? $402,000. 2000 bucks. <laughs> Did I actually guess yes. that correctly? Wow. He got $2,000 okay. for betting nearly half a million. That is Unhinged gremlin like <laughs> that, behavior. Even I wouldn't do that. What's the point? You I, have 400 grand to I spare. Thought I have done some degenerate stuff. <laughs> That's, that is just bizarre. That is, That's, That's bizarre. shameful. Imagine that working is, at the at the bookie agency and you're on the computer, you see that come in. What like, the fuck? Is that like, right? <laughs> I think there's too many zeros on that one. <laughs> that is awful behaviour. Yeah, whoever that bloke is, you should be ashamed anyway, of yourself. You continue. Be ashamed Sorry yourself. to interrupt. No, no, no. So Victor Victor Wembanyama has gone to the San Antonio Spurs, and he's meant to be a star. He's he is be... meant to be a star, but they've said that a lot about now, number one draft picks over the past. Let's 10 just years. clarify this for the listeners that aren't familiar with NBA. Yes, this is a 
very tall man. He's seven foot five. He he's like is three me's. Huge. So he is two hundred and twenty six centimeters tall. <laughs> is um, fucking massive. And <laughs> he is incredibly skinny as well. So yeah, he's, well, he's very built up frame. a little, a little bit. bit but he's like, built up a little he's, bit. He's very skinny. His wingspan, I don't know what the measurements are on his wingspan, but it's fucking big. Well, he's, generally, yeah. generally your wingspan is the same as I your think it's foot. more. I so think hope. it's I think it's more. And you look at footage of him just parked underneath the rim. Yeah, it's it's he stupid. He barely has to he jump to lay the ball in. in. He there. just yeah, it's it, it, is it, he so bigger it's than Shaq? Yes, he's, Shaq yes. was about seven yeah, two, yeah, seven yeah. three. He is taller than Shaquille. So in, he's been questioned about his frame and yep. his skinniness, and uh, reporters have said, "Oh, you need to bulk up uh, and whatnot." And he said, "Hey, no, these guys need to." Thin down. Yeah. I What's mean, the point? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, San Antonio Spurs are a very good organization. Yeah, and they yeah. uh if there's any if there's any coach you'd want to play under as a guy new to the NBA, it's gonna be Greg Popovich. I would I would implore anybody listening that's not familiar with this guy to just look him just up look on YouTube. Him. Just it, look it at him. Is, he, it is insane. He's a freak of nature. <laughs> it's, uh, it's crazy. and another another thing I like to do uh when it's draft season for both the NFL and the NBA is look at the funny names. And uh Love this, yeah. Even though the NBA doesn't have as funny names as the NFL for some reason. Have I don't we know, got the music for this? I'm sure there is a socioeconomic reason or cultural reason why the footballers have funnier names, but there has been some funny names this draft, and I will go through them right now. Yeah, let's go. So starting off, we have Scoot Henderson uh, was drafted to the Portland Trailblazers. Thank you for the late sound cue there, Corey. Scoot Henderson. His Love name that. is Scoot. Love that. Uh, <laughs> the Toronto Raptors drafted one Grady Dick. <laughs> Great pickup for the Canadians there. Crazy Dick. Uh, co- it sounds uh, like a 1940s comic. Grady Dick is coming. He's, he's steaming around the bend in the Dickmobile. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks drafted Kobe Buffkin. Kobe Buffkin. Jeez. Love that for Atlanta. He's going into the deep south. If we could uh, have this segment every week. The Indiana, the Indiana Pacers, who I'm thinking about adopting as my second team. I just mm. like the Pacers. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're battlers. Ties to, ties to Larry Bird when he was uh, like, uh, he's from Indiana. Uh, Jalen Hood Shafino. <laughs> Fuck me. I didn't think that name was going to end. Jalen Hood Shafino. <laughs> Love a hyphen, love a hyphen. Uh, and uh, finally, the Kings ended up drafting this guy but traded him to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Olivier Maxence Prosper. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you say that again? Fuck spelling Olivier Maxence Prosper. That's not a real name. He's, meaning his first, he's got a hyphenated first name. So his first name is Olivia Maxence. Olivier Maxence. Hang on. Hang on, that's part of his first that's name. That's his first name. <laughs> Olivier Maxence. His last name is Prosper. No. Prosper. No. no that's a name. No, so that's he's going to be playing no, for the Mavericks that's next not, No. That's not a real name. <laughs> Olivier Maxence Prosper. Maybe he'll be lining up on Grady Dick <laughs> next season. Uh, so those. that's the best of the... Uh, oh, that's killed me. That is that's a, yeah, you know, Corey liked that, particularly the dick. He was on He was on skates from that point on. Oh, I'm easy to please, man. And, uh, I'm very easy to please. Yeah, the only and, trade and news, <laughs> there's, there's been trades going, you know, uh, all, every which way. Draymond Green has decided he wants to leave the Warriors, which is pretty huge. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where the teams pick him up because uh, it's really – some people say he's been a bit of a passenger to the Warriors for championships. And, you know, he's a very good defensive player. But, yes, without 
Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, you know, they'd be in a very different uh, scenario. So now, staying on American sport, I've, yes. got, I've got a pretty interesting one. Yes. And Major League Baseball. Oh, yep. Yeah, the go. LA Angels had a game against the, the Colorado, Colorado Rockies. Rockies. Yes. And they, they have pulled this out with a 25-1 to 1 Fuck. win. That's The Rockies are shit, though. The Rockies are, are shit. They are fucking And the Angels shit. do have... Probably the best hitter in the game in Mike Trout. And Shohei Otani. Yes. Yes. Uh, third highest ever score in, in MLB. F- third yep. ever. And the MLB's been going for 600 now, years. So first, that's fucking the wild. The first three pitches of the game were home runs. <laughs> Who's the, the poor pitcher? <laughs> the poor pitcher they've trotted out in Colorado. Oh, God. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware, but in, in American sports, in NHL, there's an unwritten rule book about fighting. Yep. And in Major League Baseball, there's an unwritten rule book about sportsmanship. Yep. And there's there's a lot of rules about how many runs you're allowed to score, especially in the, the later innings. If you're winning, you have to back off. Yes. Ah, fuck it. Bury them. <laughs> it, it appears that they have thrown that book out the window oh, and just man. gone to town. Yeah, fuck, the rules. fuck the city of Colorado, 20, 25, boys. Well, they did fuck it. They did fuck 25 it. 25 runs to one. That, that's insane. That is unheard for, of. For anybody <laughs> that's not familiar with baseball, a usual scoreline is it's something like, like five seven two. to yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You can get a one nil in baseball. Like you can absolutely get a one nil. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is and not the enjoyable. That though. is a very unenjoyable. Butt and uh, my last, my last uh, one, lads, is Wimbledon. Has started. Yeah. Well, the qualifying has started. Yes. yes. It started as we are recording. The The first matches are going on. I know nothing about it, but I'm backing my boy well, David the, Goffin. Very good. Belgian. Very good. Yes. The biggest story coming out of Wimbledon is retired absolute superstar Venus Williams oh. is in on a wild card. Venus oh. is? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Venus Williams. She's in. She's in on a wild card. Very so it's good. It's interesting to see how she plays. Um, they are Mammoths of players, not yes. in a size I wise, was literally. Say, maybe dial that back a figu- little bit. Yes, figuratively, yes. they figuratively are massive in the game. Titans of the sport. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, very good. And, uh, I think uh, on the Australian front, I think we'll have Dimonor. Well, speaking of Dimonor, he did like finish runner up at Queens this week. Very lovely. Only losing to Alcaraz, so oh. not bad. Very good. Uh, very good. And, hey, the demon's he- been on a. Bit of a dry spell recently. He played so. really good, like that whole, yeah, that's you know, good. on the grass. But in that final, you know, even though he did play good, Alcaraz I do, is I do incredible. love the demon. He's Where's is Alcaraz? Spanish or French? Spaniard. Yeah. He's a Spaniard. He's Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, he's number one. I yeah, really, right, get, yes. I really get behind the demon. He, yeah. he's a picture of what an Australian sportsman he's should like be. He's a young Leighton Hewitt. He's like very, yeah. he's very respectful. Yes. he's just nice. There's he's nothing, like an old man when you say that. I don't, I don't, I don't like this curiosity. We've had a decade of these. Dickhead yeah, players, like, yeah, Tommy Bernard and Tommy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. No, they're dickheads. No, Fuck yeah. him off. No, he's a fucking. <laughs> he's a fucking. I wanted to I be like on. Him. We talked about this before. Like I wanted to be on the Curios train, and then I saw him in that Wimbledon final. Have you watched? Um, and I was like, he's man, just a wanker. You, you have to dial this back. You seem like such an have asshole. Have you right watched? Yeah. Um, what's that new Breakpoint. Break I've been. Yeah. It's been on the list for a while. I watched yeah. an episode. Uh, Coincidentally, I'm sure it's the, very good. the episode where um, Kyrgios versus uh, Djokovic yeah. in the in that final, yeah. Yeah. and even even in the episode where they're 
trying to paint a narrative. He still looks like a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was not great, and uh, you know, he, he let us all down. He let us all down in that wanker. final. He could have done it. In any case, I'm not going to say that, but I'm saying he seemed like uh, a wanker. We'll report back next week with. Some Wimbledon. Some Wimbledon. Yeah, we'll go through the results. Happenings. I might try and catch some games as well. Yeah. I might try and catch I, them. I, I Look, love I, it. Tennis right. is one of the sports where I completely forget it exists, and then when there's Until a the when there's a major on, I'm like, this is the best sport ever. Have you what, have you seen it live? Have you been to watch the tennis before? I've only been to the Hopman Cup. Yeah, well, there was um they it's, it's a shame they axed the Hopman Cup because it was very cool. Yeah, uh, it was but very they, cool. they did they did a tournament this year. Uh, the last few years, they still have a mixed doubles tournament in the same format as the Hopman Cup, I believe. Where it's yeah, like, they do. You yeah. compete for your country. Me yeah. and Nadia went to see. That um, we should go a see couple it years together. ago. I'd I'd be keen to watch it. Um, what's the What's the greatest tennis match you ever watched? Oh, like on TV. Yeah, Bank I remember. I remember I, I watching think Nadal, Nadal versus Federer yeah. about six years ago yeah. was nail biting. I remember getting real into when I was a kid watching uh, Maria Sharapova win her first. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she okay. beat her first uh, win yeah, when I'm, she was I'm like, sure yeah, she was hot, and I was enamoured with her. How hard was your little willy when you went to bed? I no comment on that, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was her first Grand Slam, and she beat Serena Williams to, oh, that's to huge. do it. And that's she was like huge. seventeen. Yeah. Like she, yeah, she yeah. was like seventeen. So, well, she, yeah. at, at that time, Serena and Venus were unbeatable. Yeah, like it was, uh, it was unbeatable. a huge, it was a huge moment. Um, well, but I remember also, staying up for that Baghdad Stewart one yeah. till five, five in the morning. Yes. When Baghdad won the Australian Bagdadis. Open, that yeah. was fucking incredible. Yeah, Baghdadis. Yeah, Baghdadis winning the Australian. Yeah, he won the Australian Open. Did he? Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, he did. Marcus Bagdadis. Joel's going to fact he was check the sh- you. He shocked, he shocked everyone and won it. Marcus Bagdadis. Joel's looking him up right now. <laughs> I just think it's cool that he's got Baghdad in his name. That's, that's he had the cool. He had the whole thing with the crowd. He had the, huh, huh, huh. Like all uh, the Greek, because I think he's Greek. Is he not? Yeah, well, with a name no, like Cyprus. Bag- Cyprus. Oh, but okay. it's the same thing, yeah, isn't it? It's the same thing. It is. The they get yeah. separate entries in Eurovision. <laughs> that's about it. And they always give their 12 points to each other in Eurovision. Every time. It's like a meme. Every he, time. he made the final. He didn't win it. Oh, he didn't oh, win. Oh, you've been fact-checked, Corey. Who, was he? Who did he play? You've been fact-checked. Who did he play? And what, what year was it? It was a long time 06. ago. And he oh, lost six. to Federer. Fuck, it was nearly 20 years Four ago. Four sets. Yeah, Four sets shit. to feds. Oh, but no he, shame he was a, he was a massive outsider. I think he was like barely in the top 100 at that yeah. point. That was a great game. Have, we got, honestly, any, have that, we got any other sporting news? Uh, anything, that's it, that's anything it for me. Down? That's it for no, me. I think other general news, uh, you know, Trump might be going to jail. Well, uh, Trump's, Trump I might have been going to jail for murder. Well, like, it's a big story, he's Joel. He's not going to fucking jail. It's, it's, he's probably not. He's probably not going to go to jail. He's got enough money, but he's not going to jail. He's too rich, and, like, it's such a bad precedent, uh, pun intended, <laughs> precedent for a president to go to jail. But it's so funny Fuck it, make him what the he actually again. did. Like, he's, he's charged with, uh, like, 37 counts of various shit, but mainly from keeping classified documents in his house about like well, he claims national, he's allowed to so national security okay. secrets. It, the fun, I, the funny thing is, like I was so <laughs> I was so not tuned into this story because I'm like the amount of times they've impeached him twice, and they're like, oh, this is the time he's going to go to jail, and it's just like it's he's Teflon Don. It never now, works. Now, Joel, if you're worried about it getting too political, I could bring up the uh, Housing Australia Future Fund oh. and how the Greens <laughs> are blocking Labor from yes. passing this very influential bill. What, what? Yeah, we can talk about that. Well, we can, or we could just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Are we really ending it there? Yep. Yeah, right, cool. <laughs> <laughs>